Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Networking Solutions. And now Apple AirPods Pro are just $189. You save $60. The latest tech solutions are at Staples, the working and learning store. And 6-4 in-store only, limit two while supplies last. Hey, Kansas City, it's Bobby Wood Jr., and you're listening to the home for Royals Baseball, 610 Sports Radio. KCSP Kansas City, WDAFHD2 Liberty, and Odyssey Station. Football, energy drinks, beer, more football. Welcome to Bink at Night. Welcome back to Bink at Night, Jay Binkley. Chris Inocero producing the operation. Chris Inocero hosting the operation. Tomorrow I'll be with uh, Cody Tapp. 10 to 2 right here for the next three days. So be in the afternoons the next three days. But it's even now at the match. Again, Mahomes opens a beer at hole three. They lost the first two holes. They haven't lost since. I'm telling you, it's the magic of beer. It's Patrick Mahomes being every, being all of Kansas City. I mean, it just is. He's us in the municipal course on the weekends, cracking the beer open and, and playing well. And this, by the way, is better than the Pro Bowl. And Twitter seems to really be enjoying the match, which they don't enjoy anything. So it's nice. Actually, they like Nick Melinda when he walks the tire wire, and they like Sharknado. Those are a couple things. And they like when Nick Castellanos hits home runs during sad things or bad things that happen. Four times now. He did it in spring training against the Blue Jays. Yeah, they were talking about a DUI from their pitching coach, and they go, Nick Castellanos. He he just did it, I think, this past weekend when they were like talking about somebody passing away or something. Yeah, he did it again. (laughs) <laughs> four times now in the last, like, what is it? Two years. This dude is, uh, he is on a roll here. Save your story, man. Save your sob story. When he's just bad. wait just until, it, yeah, just, just wait. wait until after he gets done bad. Just wait, just wait until, uh, he's done hitting. But, uh, here, here was some smack talk before the match. It's still going on now on TNT. This is when they had a, uh, pre-match press conference that was JJ Watt hosting it. And it was Mahomes, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, and Aaron Rodgers. It's actually, a lot of fun to watch this, and you probably see it online now as well. It was online. It was hilarious. It was on before TV was on. Just uh, this is on Bleacher Report. I think uh, had it had it before the half hour. But this is Mahomes when asked about Josh Allen. What he thinks his biggest fear is. Josh Josh's biggest fear. Vegetables. A coin toss. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. See, that was that was perfect. <laughs> And it wasn't one of those written jokes because you don't know what's going to happen. It was, it was one of, he was sitting on that one. He was sitting on that one. He was waiting for a coin toss joke that entire that entire press conference before the match. I mean, there's some there's some funny stuff here. Josh Allen's got on his on his golf ball. He's got a picture of Tom Brady at the combine. Brady's got like the Super Bowl Lombardi on it because Allen hadn't won one. Uh, but they're all having fun out there on the match. But this again, this is better than the Pro Bowl. And not only that, all the people there watching or whatever, just four NFL players having fun playing golf, which is this is more exciting right now tonight than Major League Baseball. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> if you're Manfred. What are you watching, this or Major League Baseball? No, I'm not, I'm not watching no damn baseball. What do you think tonight? Kansas City's watching? This? Well, I know the Royals played earlier. There's but nothing to watch. There's nothing to watch tonight. I sat around and watched the Dodgers and Pirates the last couple nights. Only thing I, my the level. only thing I would be watching besides this is uh, AEW Dynamite. That's literally That's it. tonight, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's going on right now. That's when, the, literally the only thing I'd be watching right now. There is nothing on TV. Like, you know, once we get to summertime, it's game show season. 
Like all of the networks have their game shows and like their competition shows, like uh, America's Got Talent, like MasterChef and all that. That's what happens during the summer right here. It's so like it's prime time for stuff like this to go on during the summer. This is like a great summer event right here. What's your favorite game show? Jeopardy. Mine too. Jeopardy. I'm very, I, I think I might be able to actually get on the show. You know, I had a draft guy come on, on from Sports show. Illustrated that, uh, a draft guy, but during draft season, remember all the draft? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah just, of whoever, like, you had all the draft he, experts on. Well, he, he won Jeopardy three times, except oh, for one dude he? from CBS that wanted to be paid. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not paying you. Like, <laughs> oh, bro, we ain't, I never we paid ain't got for like that kind of money. Though. No, I, I never paid for anybody, and <laughs> no. especially you when I get this million other draft We'll guys. send you some barbecue sauce. No, I'm good. I'll, I'll just blow V8 for a while. But the bottom line is, <laughs> he'd won Jeopardy three times. It was really? in his bio. Yeah, That's we started hard, talking man. about the draft, and all of a sudden, dude, you won Jeopardy three times. That's Damn impressive. Let's talk about that. <laughs> no, and we yeah. did. Yeah, that's that's really hard to do. Like just getting on Jeopardy is hard, let alone winning it. So I yeah, no, I I love it. That I I actually DVR Jeopardy and then I watch it like I binge watch it. Rogers did a good job when he hosted it. Yeah, he's pretty good. Like because he cared good. about it. Like that's he's his quarterback, the preparation. Yeah. Like he actually like took took notes and prepared for it. Like he knew what he was doing. He was very he was very good. I liked him. Yeah. Well, I think people thought he would do it this year instead of winning MVP again. But uh, you bet your life, mom likes that one a lot. And I'll watch it with this one with Jay Leno and Eubanks. Kevin oh, Eubanks. yeah, I haven't seen that one. Yeah. It's not as hard as Jeopardy, trust me. Well, yeah, Jeopardy's like the hardest. It's, it's not. As, my, my favorite is Jeopardy when they do sports questions. Because they'll tell oh, you how to split an atom. Bro. They'll tell you everything. They Go never know the how world, to do it. But they will not tell you. <laughs> Who just won the Super Bowl? They won't do it because oh, they can't. Oh my god! If they have to name like facets of a game, like like penalty, like I remember watching one a few months ago uh, on DVR, and it was like they were showing they were doing penalties and whatnot, and like none of these people knew any of these penalties at all. It was so hilarious. I was like, man, like. Like the literature questions, I'm terrible at, and I would never get on the show if they just asked me literature and and theater questions. But if you ask me stuff like that, oh, I got it. History questions, I got it. So it's actually hilarious that they don't actually know like basic sports. Dude, questions. there was there was like the Vikings defensive line was a once known as and the purple you, people leaders, know, and they it, didn't know. But it gave you like purple people, and then you had to finish like yeah, eaters. They didn't know that. I was laughing so hard. They did not know the purple people leaders. <laughs> but anyway, they gave you half the answers. But anyway. They're so smart people, and then you get to the sports, and they don't know it. It's one of those trivia night things. I like those. Some categories you're good at, and some you're not. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I mentioned Stephen A. Smith. Since the match is going on tonight, this is a shout-out here to uh, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen that are both on the same team against uh, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. And the old debate goes, because I think people want to see Josh Allen and Mahomes. This match, they like this. The whole coin toss controversy last year which is funny because i've gone with different buffalo stations and i keep bringing it up as like are, are you guys gonna stop crying like seriously are you gonna <laughs> stop crying because i'm tired <laughs> of hearing about it like i don't want to hear about the coin toss the chiefs tried to change the rule two years before when tom brady who's played in this game won the coin toss which brady could have put that on my homes i guess too brady won the coin toss it's funny that uh, those three of these quarterbacks are in that game in this right now that uh, Mahomes is in both of them. And Brady goes down with the Patriots and wins the game. Chiefs had the same problem the Bills did. They tried to change the rule. And you and I challenged them on, Chris, the people in Buffalo. I was like, please go find what Buffalo voted on. Because I am curious how the Bills voted when the Chiefs put the proposal up to all the NFL teams. I'm curious how they voted. Because when they lose that way, their ass is out here, whoa, we, we're jobbed, we're screwed, and they changed the rules. But they're crying. Were they crying two years ago when Brady did it against Mahomes? No, they weren't. They cry when it happens to them. And it's a, it's like that with it's like that all the time. Every time Chiefs some, fans didn't cry like Bills fans are. I mean, we they didn't. We were pretty. We they were, were mad, pissed. but didn't cry we about pretty, it. We didn't cry because we knew that nothing was gonna happen. And we like I, I think many of us had enough self-realization to understand that we were not going to be, no one's going to sympathize with us. Everybody's going to be like, oh, we should have played defense. And our defense was terrible. Like, I think in the instance of, and I, to me, that's the reason why, like, the whole situation with the Bills is worse. Because the Bills had the number one defense in the NFL last season. That's the one part that people leave out. Number one defense in the and NFL. Number one defense and points per drive 
against as well. Chiefs were actually number one in points per drive. People don't realize their offense was that good. They were number one in the NFL. But that is part of the story. Part of the story that's lost is Mahomes went down in 13 seconds, which the whole Grim Reaper thing would have lived in infamy had they kept had going. They, yeah, had they, won had the they beat the Bengals game, yeah. and gone to the Super Bowl. The 13 <laughs> seconds would have gone down like the 65 toss power trap. Or do we have time? There it would have gone down like the drive yeah. back in the in the day for the for it the Broncos. Thirteen seconds, but the most impressive thing about that was thirteen seconds against the number one defense. So when the people are bringing that up, I wish they'd bring that part up. But yeah, Mahomes did it. But guess what? Your defense, Buffalo, was ranked number one in the NFL, and Patrick Mahomes went thirteen seconds on you. Yeah, and then they got the ball back and they drove down the field again. So it's like. At that point, you can't blame the coin toss. Your defense will, and like I, my thing is always this: I, as much as like I, I'm fine if they change the rule. I don't think we should legislate playing defense out of the game. And to me, I feel like that's kind of where we're going to go. Where like what's going to happen is it's going to be the same situation. Whoever wins the coin toss, touchdown, then touchdown, and then touchdown again. And this is why they change the overtime rules. Yeah, so because like Buffalo gets screwed. Which is funny because Tom Brady did it to Mahomes. If it would have happened to Tom, it would have been changed then. Oh, immediately. If it had been flipped, yeah, if Kansas City wouldn't have won the coin toss, it would have been changed. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> they you know, changed here's the thing quick. about Buffalo, and I'm writing this too. Don't lose 41 to 15 to Indianapolis at home. Don't lose to the Patriots at home when they don't throw a forward pass. Remember that game? Don't lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Don't play that game in Kansas City because they themselves couldn't handle being the number one team. The Chiefs have had to deal with the X on their back. They pissed it away. Because what happened is they left Kansas City and went and lost the Titans the next week. They didn't want to be the number one team. And the Bengals will find that out this year. And we'll talk about them in just a second, who's going to be the risers in the NFL and who's going to stay consistent. But I mentioned Stephen A. Smith and Dan Orlovsky. And, you know, you may, may love him, hate him, disagree with Stephen A. Smith. But, man, is he on point on this. This, because Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes – are in a, in a uh, in the match together, but this Stephen A. taking the side of Mahomes and Dan Orlovsky trying to sell us on Josh Allen without tangible evidence. I love, wow. I love Josh Allen. I love Josh Allen. He's big time. I ain't going with him over Patrick Mahomes yet. Not yet. I mean, you acting like he can do stuff that Patrick Mahomes can't do. You're, at, you're acting like this? Patrick Mahomes can do stuff that Josh can't. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is we've seen how great Josh Allen is. I believe in the brother. I believe in him. I'm glad he got his money. I'm happy for him. I love that. And I think he's going to win Buffalo a Super Bowl sooner than later. I got all of that. What I'm saying is it is Patrick Mahomes that's a Super Bowl champion. It is Patrick Mahomes that went to back-to-back Super Bowls. It is Patrick Mahomes that went to four AFC championship games. And it is yeah. Patrick Mahomes who's beaten Josh Allen the last two years. How in the hell do you put Josh Allen over Patrick Mahomes where obviously the resume ain't the same and he hasn't knocked off Patrick Mahomes in the postseason yet? What are you talking about? Two things. You got two ears, one mouth. I told you that I was placing them both at number one. I didn't say I was putting Josh Allen over Patrick Mahomes. You didn't Mahomes, say if you had I, one game. Tell me, tell me. I do have two ears, and I do listen. I'm actually marvelous at listening. Shocking, shocking the world with this. Here's the deal, Dan Olaski. You did say, away, you did say that if you had to take one, one game, game, one, one game, and somebody to win that one game, you would take Josh Allen because you've seen him do things that nobody else can do. And I'm saying to you, Patrick Mahomes, what is it that Josh Allen can do that Patrick Mahomes can't? Be, what is that? Be used in the quarterback design run game. And that's where you got yourself in trouble. There are no. things that Josh Allen can do that Patrick cannot. The Chiefs don't design run plays that for That doesn't Josh. mean he can't Patrick, do it. But that means they don't have to. Not the way that Josh Allen can do it. That's how he's done it enough. We no, haven't he has seen, not. But, uh, we have not seen Josh Allen scamper for 20 and 30-yard touchdown runs in a playoff game. We haven't seen that before. We, that's never I happened. didn't say scramble. I said designed quarterback run. Yeah, I understand that. But the point is, whether it's scrambling or whether it's a designed quarterback run, I'm saying when you can run, you can run, damn it. You can run, you can run. You can't get ain't gonna be, we, we know good and damn well Tom Brady can't run. We know that. We do team, that's the whole point that I'm making. Nice job there by Stephen A. Smith. And one thing about Josh Allen, letting beat Mahomes in the postseason. Like Dan Orlovsky, you got to go with who won. 
In society, we judge things by wins and losses, right? Vince Lombardi once said, if you don't win, you're the first loser. In everything, there's no gray area. It's wins or losses. That's what counts, unless you have participation trophies, which I never oh, you hate the you oh, hate, those I hate participation, participation trophies. <laughs> I hate there's something else you hate I hate them too. Damn things. By the way, there's something else I hate too, and I'll bring it up later. There's something I encountered today that I absolutely hated, and uh, it's almost that "don't be that guy" type of thing that Lake and I used to do. <laughs> don't be that. Yeah, guy. yeah, it was close. But the bottom line is, yeah, he beat him in the regular season when the Bills won, but they've lost the last two postseason games at Arrowhead Stadium. And Patrick went up to Buffalo and beat Josh Allen the year before. During the regular season, remember when they just ran all over them? Just ran all over them. And they couldn't, the Buffalo Bills couldn't stop them. They've been the four AFC title games in a row. This is the team. I brought this up yesterday, Chris. Of all the AFC West talk that I've heard, the one, the one thing I haven't heard is the Andy Reid factor. Andy Reid is third all time in playoff wins, third all time, fifth all time in coaching victories, playoff and regular season, third all time in postseason. Going against Nathaniel Hackett that's gone to zero playoff games his first year. Josh McDaniels never won a playoff game. Brandon Staley's never won a playoff game. You have Andy Reid third all time, and the rest of the whole division, you add up everything. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Zero playoff wins. Zero. Zilch. None. It's a big difference. And he's 31-6 and six against the division since 2015. Father's Day's coming up here in a couple of weeks. Send Andy a Father's Day card from the AFC West. <laughs> you know, I, I I hate watching first take because of stuff like that. But I agree with Steven. I do too. But here's the thing. I hate it because I don't believe that Dan Orlovsky believes what he's saying. A producer told that man, we need you to disagree. Oh, and he's all over the place. Yeah. And, like, he didn't have a good argument. It was like, oh, well, design quarterback runs. Yeah, well, Lamar Jackson does design quarterback runs, too. He's much better at it than Patrick Mahomes. Would you take Lamar Jackson over Patrick Mahomes? No, you wouldn't. Like, at the end of the day, nobody can feasibly – like, the Bills can say it because that's their quarterback, and you don't want to say that you like this other quarterback better than your own. But nobody outside of that really, truly thinks that Josh Allen's a better quarterback or at the same level as Patrick Mahomes. Because at the end of the day, Patrick Mahomes has the accolades that Josh Allen does not. And uh, look, I understand that ESPN wants to get people to pay attention and get emotionally invested in their product. And in order for the people to do that, you need people saying stupid things. You need a Skip Bayless for every segment on every topic. And Dan Orlovsky was just playing the part of the Skip Bayless that says something stupid so that Stephen A. Smith can mow him down real quick. And, and you know, he's the good guy that takes out and vanquishes the, the evil, stupid commentator. I, I, I just feel like us as Chiefs fans can't get too emotionally invested. Because I'll tell you this right now. Colin Coward gave up the game last year when he said he don't care about pissing off Chiefs fans because the market's too small. We don't like he cares about pissing off the L.A. fans, the New York fans. Oh yeah, don't yeah. care that about pissing the off the KC thing I've ever heard. And it's like that to me is like as a Chiefs fan, you can't get too worked up when national media takes a shot at the at the Chiefs and the fans because we're an easy target. Because if we say we're not going to watch a show or listen to a show. It's not going to hurt because that show the that Chiefs much. have worn the crown. Yeah, and nobody else can knock them off. I'm from the Show Me State. You got to show me. By the way, here here is the list: playoff wins, NFL history, Belichick thirty one, 
stands alone in first place. Number two, Tom Landry with 20. Number three, Andy Reid tied with Don Shula with 19. Andy Reid's in third. That means one more playoff victory. Andy Reid is tied with Tom Landry for number two all-time in playoff wins. Two more wins, so just two easy wins for the Chiefs in the playoffs. It's Belichick and Andy Reid playoff victories. Yet every clown wants to pick somebody else in this division to win it. Speaking of other teams in the NFL, there's a few teams I think people are forgetting that uh, might need a little bit more respect next year. I'll explain that next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to Bank at Night. Jay Bankley, Chris Inocero. Mahomes just out here killing it in the match. They feed children, right? It's uh, charities. I think it's for feeding uh, America. Yeah, well, Cody Tapp uh, on Twitter, our own Cody Tapp, says Mahomes is the only one who wants to feed children, clearly. (laughs) Mahomes just won close to the pin, $100,000. He won the longest drive, 318 yards. Pat McAfee, former football player and great radio host, tweets out three beers deep, talking some blank, driving the ball 318, middle of fairway. Patrick Mahomes is becoming America's sweetheart quickly on this golf course. Yes, I think a lot of America will like the fact that he's out here talking crap and drinking beer and beating everybody's ass. It makes it more fun. I would see, like to see him take two beers like Stone Cold Stone Steve Cold, Austin. Smash them in seconds down the field. <laughs> Dude, I would, I would actually love to see that. You know what? I, I, I told you earlier I'm not a big reality TV fan besides like the reality TV that we is. We get it right on sports. with us now, buddy. The world of sports. I'll tell you this. If they did a Patrick Mahomes reality TV show, I'd watch it. Like, I'd watch it. Like, if it, like if they follow him and Brittany around and we see their daily life and we see Jackson's TikToks, I would totally watch that show. I'd DVR it. I'd watch it every week. Like, seriously, it's the only one I'd watch. I don't really like it, but I would totally watch it for Mahomes. I've watched Andy Reid with Guy Fieri on uh, Diners, Drives, and Dash once. Or Diners, Drives, and Dives once. I've, Have you ever I've, seen that episode? No. Yeah, not, they, was, when he was in Kansas City? No. He was meticulous. He was, like, making his cheeseburger, and I was like, <laughs> he was, like, meticulous with all Andy, the ingredients. And Andy then. looks like he has a system for how he makes all of his food. He, he's just... Some of these guys just wired different, man. He's got like a whiteboard and he's just drawing up ways to cook different foods. That they're just, just seems wired like a, different. Yeah, he's like a, Mahomes he's and Allen have the lead now. Yeah, they're up by yeah, they're up by one. Up now. by one hole. And it's uh, only a twelve hole deal. They're going the hole number nine, just a twelve hole event. So, may I probably won't get to the end. Probably of the won't. The but show. you know, maybe maybe they'll sneak it in right at the very end of the show. So, NFL.com listed six, six most improved teams next year, Chris. Number one was the Raiders. Okay, Devontae Adams liked that move. They had a decent draft, even though it was only six players. But Chandler Jones is big for him. I mean, they they did some nice pickups. But Josh McDaniels, I don't know. Was he riding Belichick's coattails? We we, we don't know what it's going to happen. That man picked Tebow in the first round. The Eagles, I like the Eagles. The Eagles are one of my teams. I know they made the postseason last year, but I'm with them on the Eagles. They've got the Chargers. I mean... How much improved they going to be? I mean, Khalil Mack going to make that big a difference for him? Maybe. And they did bring in J.C. Jackson in the secondary. So maybe so. I mean, those are two huge additions for him defensively. But still, you have a head coach that goes for it every time, and that's what killed him. Like, Brendan Staley is the only coach that I can look at that said cost his team in the postseason. Then the Dolphins, which, yes, the Dolphins went out and bought everybody. So the Dolphins will be a good team. And then the Jets. You know the one team, then the Broncos. The Broncos were in that list as well. So two teams in the AFC West made this list. I'll tell you the team that uh, I don't think is getting any respect, and I don't like it because I think a team that's good can use it as fuel, and that's the Bengals. They bring in Kappa and Lyle Collins on their offensive line. They drafted Dax, uh, Dax Hill to go with Jesse Bates in the secondary. He drafted one of my favorite corners, Cam Taylor-Britt. So they got better in the secondary, and they got better in the offensive line, and the offensive line was the major holdup for the Bengals that could have won the Super Bowl. But they get no love in the fact they beat the Chiefs twice last year. Like, we can talk all the junk on the Buffalo Bills. We can do that because they keep beating them in the postseason. But the Bengals did get the Chiefs number twice, and that should count for something if we're being honest. Here's what I'll say. I think the problem with the Bengals – is that a lot of people will look at them and they won't know if they can keep that going. Because 
How many times have we seen over the course of our time watching football a team with a young core rise up, do well, very young age, and then all of a sudden other teams just surpass them? We see it all the time. So for me, it's like I think it's very reasonable to look at the Bengals and think, that, yeah, that team probably is more than likely going to not make it back to the Super Bowl. I think there's a good chance they may not make the playoffs. And I just, when you look at it, the Ravens were on top of the division for a while with a bunch of injuries. I mean, they're, they, they had no business being on top of the North. And then eventually injuries caught up to them and they fell off. But that Ravens team looked like they were well on their way to being able to win the North before the, uh, before the end of the season there. And you, you look at it like what happens with the Steelers? Are they going to be able to get some decent quarterback play and be able to get back to where they were? What happens with the Browns? There's a lot of question marks there. Tough division. Now they also have to play a, a number one, a division winner schedule, which means you're playing the Bills. You're playing the Colts. You're playing the Chiefs. And like that's really, really tough. Actually, not the Titans, not the Colts. Um, you gotta you gotta play the division winners, and that's gonna make it tough for you as well. I, I just don't we know that worst to first happens all the time, and then we also know that first to worst happens all the time just because of the fact that the schedule gets harder once you start winning. That's why I look at the Vegas over unders when the schedule comes out. Yeah. You have to look and sharp football does that and the Chiefs toughest schedule when you count the Vegas over unders. Because you can't go by last year's record. Yeah. Because last year, people had the Bengals as patsies because they were a 4-win team the year before. But then what happened? Yeah. They in the Super Bowl. And, I, I, and that's the reason why I think, like, it, it, to me, I don't think they're being disrespected because they've just done it for one year. And we know in the NFL, because of the amount of parity, one year doesn't all of a sudden make you a we got to watch out for them every year type situation because we see teams have that one good year and then they fall off. You know, we saw it with the Eagles. We saw it with the Falcons. We've seen it with the Saints before, seen it with the Vikings before. Like all these teams have come up out of nowhere, put themselves in contention, and then they fall off after that year. It just it happens too often for you to just be able to earn respect after one year. You remember what happened going into the 2019 season? A ton of people were looking at the Chiefs, and they were like, oh, Chargers will beat them out in the West. Like, the Chargers were, like, one of the favorites for a lot of people to overtake the Chiefs as the winners of the AFC West because of the nature of the sport. So that's the reason why it's really hard for a team like the Bengals to get the benefit of the doubt because we know the nature of football. And the other team is the Colts. Because I was high on the Colts last year. You are. But, but Carson Wentz screwed it up. That was that, so that, bad. That actually turned into a decent team, didn't it? Yeah, they were pretty I decent. I mean, defensively, the, the Carson Their defense Wentz was great. Jonathan Taylor was amazing. And I'll tell you this, Matt Ryan is an upgrade because he can place the ball wherever he wants. Yeah. Like, he is an upgrade over Carson Wentz because Carson Wentz lost them games. Like, that Jacksonville game. I remember a game late in the season we threw an interception at the one-yard line. I mean, he cost them games. <laughs> Matt Ryan's not yes. going to do that. But you, that, that was a team ready to go. That was a team with the NFL comeback player in the year named Andrew Luck. And when he walks away, it was like square one. That's what happens when you lose your quarterback. But coming up next, my conversation earlier with Ron Kopp from Arrowhead Pride. Plus, I'll update the match next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs 610 Sports Radio. Diamonds Direct right now. There's nothing standing in your way of owning the piece of jewelry you've been dreaming of. No down payment and no finance charges for five whole years on any purchase. Take the amazing Diamonds Direct price you're used to, divide by 60, and that's your payment. It's a smart way to buy. Keep your money in your pocket and still add that amazing ring, band, or bracelet to your collection. Even the upgrade you've been wanting. Five years, zero interest on any purchase. Only at Diamonds Direct. Get all the details at DiamondsDirect.com unapproved credit diabetes high blood pressure anxiety meds everyone's on them if you're a 50 year old male maybe a bit porky and you may even have type 2 diabetes a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month call term provider speak with big lou at 800-700-6898 big lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes are overweight or have high blood pressure Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you 
few think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-700-6898. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-700-6898. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-700-6898. 800-700-6898. Welcome to Allstate, where we bring it all together. And bundling your home and auto is good, right? And it saves you up to 25%. It all comes together. Allstate. Here, better protection costs a whole lot less. You're in good hands with Allstate. Click, call, or visit Allstate.com to save today. Bundled savings discounts will vary by state. Saving up to 25% is a countrywide average of savings off the home policy. Combining the multiple policy discount for having auto insurance with Allstate and the welcome discount savings at enrollment. 5X480. Dayton B100 V-Belt. One of the many parts Granger carries. It's also the item that helped Rob carry the day. The job was on hold. Deadline fast approaching. But a quick search on Granger.com and Rob found his part. And with same-day pickup at his local branch, he and his crew got the job done safely and on time. Get supplies and solutions for every industry with real-time product availability. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Final wing is ahead of schedule. Slater's construction company has built a solid reputation. Yeah, foundation looks great. Let's get a team in place for analysis. Now they need structural engineers to support their business expansion. We should have engineers in-house. That would put us ahead of the competition. Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Earn up to $500 in sponsored job credits by conducting interviews on Indeed. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, Kansas City. It's Bobby Wood Jr. And you're listening to the home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio. Josh Allen looks like he's hit more weed than the state of Colorado because he's just can't stay on the fairway. <laughs> It's so bad. Seriously, Mahomes is carrying his team right now. I think they're they're up Shocker. by one. He's, they're up by one right now over Brady and, and Rodgers. And seriously, it is literally just Patrick Mahomes. And they were the favorites. That is it. Well, Mahomes come yeah, back once again. I know. I, I saw something earlier. Somebody bet like, I think it was like $8,600 on, on uh, DraftKings and for Mahomes and uh, Allen to win. If... They do indeed keep this lead and win. That person is going to win over $23,000. Nice job. Just nice rude. job. Like, and a big Mahomes fan. That's a, as well that's, a, the, that's a football fan right that's there. Right, that's right. That's right. Knowing, knowing the comeback history. Just knowing the makeup against these great ones. Like, uh, 13 seconds. Yeah, that's what the season's going to be for the Chiefs. It's going to be playing Josh Allen. It's going to be playing Tom Brady. It's going to be playing Justin Herbert twice. It's going to be playing Russell Wilson twice. It's playing Derek Carr twice. It's playing Joe Burrow. It's playing the who's who of quarterback. This is the one, year. Of, the, one of those things is not like the other. I have only four quarterbacks that aren't you will you put on that better than average level. Like 13 of the 17, I think are, you know, average to elite quarterback or above average to elite quarterbacks. But I had a conversation earlier with Ron Kopp, who uh, has put out a couple articles lately for arrowheadpride.com, including life without Tyree Kill. Here's my conversation earlier today with Ron. Ron Kopp. Lead analyst, arrowheadpride.com, joins us now. Ron, good evening. Good evening, Jay. I, I just love this match stuff. I love I how popular it is, man. I love that the NFL can just throw four quarterbacks out and make it a primetime event to watch. I, I, it's hilarious. No, it, no, it is. Not, and, and the star yeah, power of this, Ron, is better. I mean, this is better than the Pro Bowl. <laughs> no, oh, 100%. Oh, 100%. Because, yeah, and, and I know you guys were a little, talking about it a little earlier, but – I think it's going to inspire the NFL, I think, a little bit to do something different and maybe do more stuff like this for the Pro Bowl. I know they're kind of talking about it rather than that traditional stuff. So, yeah, it, it is it is cool, and it's cool that our quarterback's involved with it. It's fun. I mean, isn't it cool to finally have a guy, you know, from Kansas City in one of these deals? And the fun thing is, is exactly. it's in markets like Green Bay with Rodgers, Kansas City with Mahomes, Buffalo with Josh Allen. Like, you don't have to be from New York or L.A. to be invited. That's, that's the popularity of the NFL. It doesn't matter what city you're in, what size it's in. It's going to be more popular than anything else because it's the National Football League. No, that, that's my main takeaway, too, is just the NFL is king, man. I mean, they can just throw out their quarterbacks and play a whole different sport, and it, and it turns into a nationally televised event. I just think that's hilarious. Uh, yeah, it's so funny to me. 
Ron, you've been hard at work over at ArrowheadPride.com with a great uh, couple of articles, and one of them on uh, Justin Watson. Now, he's one of those pickups that went under the radar for the Kansas City Chiefs, but as you say in your uh, tease of your article here, because we'll get to Tyree Kill in just a second, your, your, your tease of the article, Mahomes called Veach and said, how fast is this guy? Justin Watson came over for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but you talk about the bottom of the list. Let me ask you, how many receivers do you think they keep, five or six? I have it at five right now because okay. I really think they're going to try to keep four tight ends, four running backs. When you add that up, it, it, it usually results in five receivers unless they only want to keep nine or uh, less O-line than nine because nine would kind of be the one that fits in. So, yeah, I have five. And right I agree now. with you. It could hinge on both. In 2021, they went in the season, what, with five receivers, I believe, when they yeah, went into the season last year. I have the numbers up somewhere. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, no, they either go five or six. I've actually I, – I last offseason, I wanted to predict seven because they had so many yeah, I know. Um, options at receiver. But, no, it'll never go to seven. It'll be five or six. And that's the thing. You know, you talk about how many options they have. They might want to go six just because they have so many guys that they don't want to, you know, have the risk of losing and create, you know, in, in practice squad or, you know, off the practice squad like a Justin Ross. I mean, you know, they, they're probably going to try their best to not let someone else coach him. So it will be interesting. Uh, the six receiver could just be just to make sure they don't lose one of these guys that they, they think in the future could really contribute possibly. Yeah, and the best news is you can protect up to four now, and we have the 16-man practice squad at this point. What, what do you like about Justin Watson, and what do you think his realistic chances? Because everybody loves Justin Ross, but in your opinion, is Justin Watson better than Ross? Well, here's the thing. The, the the funny part about Justin Watson is he's got the NFL experience that none of the other guys really have. I mean, he, 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 right? He started coming on with the Bucks in his second year in 2019, um, the last year they had Jameis as their quarterback. And towards the end of the season, he started playing, you know, as, as much as 90% of the snaps for the offense at times in that season, scored two touchdowns that year, and really showed off some good, good skills. Uh, he has strong hands, it seems like, but my thing is he's six three, about two twenty, two twenty five possibly. But at college in his college pro day, he ran a four four two forty yard dash. He had a forty inch vertical while also putting up still twenty reps on bench, which is pretty dang good for a receiver. I mean, this this guy is, is a pretty good physical specimen and you, you already, you know, tease with the quote, Mahomes already has seen that and and so I, I really do think, you know, with his special teams experience as well, because you know, I mentioned twenty nineteen he started to come on. Well as soon as Brady got there I think, you know, it just got to a point where Brady kind of had his guys he wanted to have on the field maybe, and Watson just wasn't one of them. He really – he saw no offensive snaps last year, which, you know, that makes it kind of hard to evaluate exactly what kind of player he is currently. But at the same time, he's always had special teams experience, and that's one thing he has over the guys that we, you, you've mentioned, Justin Ross, you know, even a Josh Gordon or Darius Fountain, you know, Cornell Powell last year. didn't You know, he was on the practice squad all last year. Watson has a legitimate NFL experience as special teams, and that really could be the deciding factor here. You're talking about that bottom of the uh, depth chart at the receiver position. You know, which obviously, typically, it's always been a guy that can contribute on special teams. And you're not really asking your, your top four receivers. I mean, could Sky Moore maybe play some special teams because he might be that fourth receiver in the depth chart? Possibly. But, like, how many times do you have your second-round receiver playing important special teams snaps? So I really think it's going to have to come from your five or six spots. And that's the thing, man. Watson's got the experience. We know Dave Tobe. There's a lot of overhaul in the special teams unit this year, and that's the thing. I really, I really feel like he's going to have to find these guys that can that can replace the Armani Watts and the Ben Neemans and the Dan Sorensons that they don't have anymore. And Watson has that kind of size profile where he's he's, he's athletic and big. You can kind of do a lot with that on special teams where you, you can block in space, you can tackle. I think that's what's really going to win him the job. But again, to uh, all that to say, in 2019 he started to come out on offense as well, and I just think he didn't get a fair shot with the Tom Brady led Bucks. I think he could get another another chance here as a, as a depth receiver in, in Kansas City for sure. Justin Watson, the 20 reps at the bench press for a wide receiver. Do you know what Orlando Brown did at the combine for bench press reps? Because I do. You <laughs> it was, know? It was like 15, right? 14. Yeah, it was. He had oh a bad gosh. combine. He had a bad combine at that point. But also, you took a look now. It's up at ArrowheadPride.com. You're, you're taking a look at how the Chiefs' offense can change without Tyree Kill. How do you look at this wide receiver core without Tyree Kill? Because I look at it as, well, it's not as top-heavy, obviously. You don't have the talent to Tyree Kill. But it's a deeper group, a deeper position group than what it was. Yeah, one of the first things I thought of when, when Tyree was traded away and, and we started to see some of the additions they were making 
the Chiefs are really committing to a wide receiver by committee, in my opinion, meaning it's not, you know, the, the roles aren't as, as set in stone for each player. And obviously it's never really been like that, right? They've always valued versatility from the receiver position, but they just don't have the alpha. I, I really don't know. I don't think any of us know who the true primary receiver will be out of that receiving group. I think all four guys have, have a, a, a say in, in, in being able to, to be that number one target for Mahomes, including Sky Moore. I know he hasn't really seen the practice field yet, at least much because of a hamstring he's dealing with. But that's the thing. You know, all these guys I feel like have, have pretty similar kind of like reputations. You know, I don't think any defense is going to be threatened by one of them in particular. And I don't think Andy Reid's going to maybe lean on one of them in particular. And that's why I really think, yeah, it could be a receiver by committee, which going into my piece, which, by the way, I will say, it's the start of a summer series. So I'll be having a weekly article out on, on just a different aspect of the offense and how I think, you know, because we are going to get into a new period, a new transition of the offense. It's not going to look like it was before. And there's a lot of different things that will go into that. But the Tyreek Hill thing to me that, that's really impactful about it is that these, these RPOs that Andy loves yeah. to call these run pass options, especially on early downs, man, he, he just uses those as his run action, as his main running play, knowing that, hey, if Tyreek, you know, Tyreek could take this to the, to the house on any play, right? This three-yard little quick pass to him on any play could, could be gone. I just don't – they don't have that same threat anymore. And so that's where I really feel like the most impactful thing about not having Tyreek anymore will be I think they'll be more of a traditional running team this year. And I really think that could help, especially at the beginning of the season, when you're talking about transitioning with a new offense, all these different new receivers that Mahomes has to get used to, I think one way to kind of remedy that, maybe not put as much pressure on them, or maybe just ease the transition a little bit, is to be a dominant run run team. And I really feel like this offensive line is ready to be a dominant run offense. It needs the coaching staff to really, you know, uh, trust them to do so, especially when you see the amount of light boxes they see. It, it, it's in, it's not even in the same ballpark, uh, you know, for the Chiefs. They're an outlier in terms of seeing light boxes compared to the rest of the NFL. The Chiefs need to force defenses to put another guy in the box and really and really force the issue. And if defenses won't, then just keep hammering the ball. This offensive line is ready to do that. They have the backs to do it as well. And I really think it could be a, a nice, easy way to maybe smoothen the transition from not having Tyre, you know, to not having Tyree Kill anymore. Maybe just being a more dominant run team, at least right off the bat, right. Well, they almost ran for 2,000 yards last year as a team. Do you think that'll go up to like 26, 2,700? Because the screen game to me, I, I know it's prevalent, you know, last eight games of the year, but I think that's going to be huge for the Chiefs. Exactly. And that's the other part of this, too. I really think the screen game is something that Andy kind of went away from these last few years because of his the lack of continuity he had in the offensive line. Uh, you know, obviously last year it's their first year altogether, but the year before we saw all the injuries. We saw people going in and out of the lineup, you know, different centers, different guards playing. Now we have a very, you know, we have a group that, that should be together for a while. They've been together for a whole year now. I really think, yeah, you're right. You know, Joe Tooney is a weapon in the screen game. Obviously Creed Humphrey as well. Both of those guys are just absolutely great um, in open space, you know, getting to their landmarks and, and making blocks. And so, yeah, I, I think the run game and the screen game could be a, a big part of how to counter these light boxes they're seeing because, you know, as, as much as I, I think defenses could maybe um, risk it a little more defensively to, you know, without Tyreek Hill, right. You know, maybe they play a little more man coverage. Maybe they blitz a little more because they're not as worried about the threat of Tyreek. I still think they respect Patrick Mahomes enough to really, to, to lighten those boxes and still really respect the pass game and kind of invite the chiefs to run. That's why I really think the chiefs need to force the issue and force defenses to kind of account for the run more and that'll obviously open up their pass game a lot more. And, and if, if defenses don't adjust, I really think this offense could be, you know, the run offense is, is capable of being dominant. I, I really do think so. I, I could see it happening this year if they really commit to it. Great stuff. Ron Cop, lead analyst, arrowheadpride.com. Check out his stuff there, that summer series he's doing on what the offense will look like without Tyreek. Oh, one more question, Ron. I have to ask you. Okay. This tease, about, I'm sure you've seen it, the Tyreek Hill issue or uh, yeah. the podcast he's got. We don't know what he's going to say. Like, we don't know what he's going to say. Like, he's not going to talk about the lack of attention or passes, are you? I mean, you, you don't think he's actually going to go. The people think he's going to go there. Do you actually think he's going there? I just, it wouldn't make sense to me because yeah. I think if anything, the team honestly probably overused him last year to, to because, because they just kind of wanted to maybe force the ball to their best playmaker. A lot of times I feel like they, they probably didn't need to, to maybe get him the ball as much um, because a lot of what he was doing was just 
he wasn't able to get over the top and, and be that deep threat that we, we all know him to be. So, yeah, I think if anything, they kind of force-fed him the ball a little more than they needed to. Um, and so that's why I, I, yeah, I, I doubt that he's going to go there. It doesn't really make sense to me football and, and logic-wise. But, you know, hey, we've seen salty players, you know, say some salty things before. I mean, who knows, man? They're, set, they're sure setting it up. But, yeah, I, I agree with you guys. I think they're just teasing it. I'm getting people to listen to the pod, which is smart. Yeah. Tyreek made a smart decision doing that. Yeah, it's a it's a hell of a tease. Ron Cop at on Twitter at Ron underscore Cop K O P P. Thanks a lot, Ron. All right, Jay, appreciate you. Take care, bro. There you go, Ron Cop right there, lead analyst, ArrowheadPride.com. Mahomes keeps killing it out here, man. He's <laughs> like Mahomes has been the best golfer in the match. So if you're watching that and listening to us, appreciate it. But Mahomes, we're gonna go home and watch it, uh, Chris and I, uh, as soon as the show is done. But coming up next, a throwback. To don't be that guy in the Madden covers released next. This is Bink at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. That's what she said. 913-586-7610. Jay Binkley, Chris Ocero. The new Madden covers out. Only the proper thing. Put Madden on it for the first time in uh, two decades. Was there anybody else that should have been on a Madden cover than Madden himself? Football lost a great one. Yeah, no, there shouldn't have been anybody no, on there. It's no. his franchise. Yeah, it's his name. Like, he's the one that that helped kind of push football into the mainstream as far as... It was a likable guy that people could relate to. Yeah. We talked about Mahomes drinking the beer and everything relatable. Yeah. Madden related to everybody... Just watching football or watching football for the first time, he brought you in. He helped my generation get into football. Because of the video game. And because of he's just he was just a super entertaining color commentator. So yeah. No, Madden is very important for the level of success that the NFL has today. So it makes perfect sense that he would be on the cover for the game. No, I'm glad they did it. I'm glad they did it. It should be it should be Madden. Um, after this, so I'm, I'm glad they made that decision. Um, Holmes, they're retweeting and everything because, you know, I think everybody knows that he's deserving uh, to win it. My don't be that guy, Chris, uh, a little throwback uh, to years gone by. You remember back in the day at Llewellyn's and stuff we used to go out there? Oh, yeah. You're always out there with Lake oh, and I was always out there. Yeah, we were. That was like every Tuesday, man. Yeah, it was You're every, always out there with us. Yeah, every Tuesday, 10 to 2, yeah. Llewellyn's. Yeah, for a couple of years. For a couple of years, we were out yes. there. Yes. Yeah. But my don't be that guy was, I was at Quick Trip today, right? Putting that $9 a gallon in for gas. <laughs> yeah, I was at Quick Trip earlier. I was like, I was like, four twenty five. what? But I had to get something else, right? I'd, I'd just soon pay at the pump, but I had to go in and get something. Just a small thing. I forgot what it was. It was a Powerade or something like that that I'd wanted. I was like, man, I made a mistake. Dude comes up there. He had at least 30 Lottery slips to put through it, like where you put this uh, deal. Oh, like to get yeah, to at check the least numbers. 30. And it's th- so he was the first one up there. I walk in, I'm right behind him. Then all of a sudden, more people walk up, then more. And then there's like 10 or 12 people deep. They only had one person working. And dude is up there, and I'm like, just for a second. I, first of all, if you're, if, you're, if you're not working, get your ass up early and get there before everybody else does if you got lottery stuff to do or go late at night. But don't hold the line up, man. There's nothing more aggravating than lottery ticket lady or guy. Because, I mean, just go to the damn casino. Just put the lottery tickets down and go, go, throw, some, go throw some one-armed bandits down at the casino. But that's the worst thing, especially when that line starts backing up and backing up. Then you're regretting your decision to get that damn Powerade. <laughs> you know, you could just go to McDonald's and you could probably get it cheaper and you can get more. If you're going to do that. Oh, McDonald's power raids are very nice. Yeah, I, McDonald's, dude, McDonald's, everything that comes out of machine hits. Like, seriously. I had a the, lady friend tell me that. Yeah, the Coke coming yep. out of the coming out of the McDonald's machine, that stuff hits. I'm telling you. I don't know what it is about that about that fountain machine, but it hits when it when that Coke comes out of there. So, yeah, that's that's the spot. If you really wanted a power raid, you got to go to McDonald's. That's the, that's the place to go, especially the one right around the corner from from the station here. It never is busy, ever. And you don't have to wait for lottery ticket guy. You don't have to wait for lottery ticket guy, and it's never busy. So you can just roll right through, get your stuff, and get out in like two minutes. It's it's very efficient. But why would you do it right during the lunch hour, man? <laughs> It's like, yeah, lunch hour is the lunch hour and, there's and the morning. It's like just have some. I mean, what, do whatever. You part want. of that I mean, is kind of on. The, part of that it. is on the quick trip for only having one person. The, on staff. This is true. 
This like is you true. can't, but especially during, especially too, during, you know? yeah, but especially but it's during, during lunch. lunch hour. It's during lunch. You can't have one person. That's like if there's one person in the kitchen during McDonald's or, or Taco Bell or Burger King's rush hour. Like if you do lunch and you got one person back in the kitchen, that's going to be a problem for everyone. That line's going to get long. You're going to get backed up on orders and people are going to leave pissed. So that is part of. Uh, partly on the fault of Quick Trip for only having one person at the counter. Well, I already used the Quick Start thing where there was no going back and paying for it. There it was already a done deal. I had to wait in line. But you know what? It was my own fault, right? Because I should have got ahead of lottery ticket guy. Yeah, or maybe no, he should have let other people go in front of him before yeah, he emptied out his thirty plus tickets they had to run through. You got, a pro- you got a problem. You got 30 lottery tickets. Go to the game casino. You got a problem. Just roll got- down the Argosy, yeah, man. Just go hit, the, hit the blackjack table. Valleys. <laughs> what are you doing? Hollywood Casino. What are you doing? Yeah, go over to eat. You can drive all the way out to Prairie. 7th Street Casino. I'll yeah, give you, you casinos on both sides of the state line. You can go to you can go to Prairie Band Casino over there near uh, Topeka and whatnot. There's a lot of options for you. If you are a 30 lottery ticket guy, you could probably just go to a casino and you'll and it's really never good. the person that wins. No, it's always no. the person that comes in and goes one ticket, like at a very small gas station off the highway somewhere that yeah. is not a main chain. Just I, I, I had a few places like that. You know, they used to stop and say, "If there's going to be winning locker tickets, it's going to come from this place." Yeah, it's usually the it's usually the person who just on a whim buys a lottery what, ticket when it's two hundred million. One bought on the way to St. Joe and like Dearborn or somewhere. They have that uh, truck up on the stands. Like someone won a lottery ticket probably, there. Probably, yeah, yeah, probably. Because like, they get paid money too, the place that sells yes, it. Yes, and that's why they that's why they want to sell lottery tickets. <laughs> I mean, just go to a gas station or something, man. Go to go to your local grocery store, because grocery stores have the they sell lottery tickets too. So just do that. Like you don't have to well, go you have to buy the a trouble. machine though. Yeah, yeah, but still, like you can you there's I mean I, like there's a there's some of the grocery stores that have the machines there. Cause I've seen them. I don't know, I don't think I've seen them on the Kansas side. In grocery stores, but, but I have seen them on the Missouri side. One at a time. It's yeah, like, no, dude. dude. Yeah, no, don't do that. <laughs> Just don't be that guy, man. So I had to, <laughs> I had to bring back. Don't be that guy. That's frustrating. That's man. like the person at the grocery store. It's got like fifty items. And you get like two, and they're in the. 12. That's like the person that pays with check and at the, the grocery 12, store. Oh yeah, that takes don't pay two. with the check. It's twenty twenty two. Use the tapper, man. The tapper's yeah. quick, dude. Yeah, I'm telling you this. I've been telling people. I'm bougie. I'm bougie about that Apple Pay now. Because Apple Pay is the greatest thing well, ever. Just the tap and go. Every credit I'm, card's got like a or debit card's got like a tap yeah, and go. I'm not even putting my card in the machine now. I just use my Apple Watch. Ding, real and you fast. Don't have to done. Deal with them getting skimmed. Exactly. You don't have to put it in. Anyway, thanks to Ron Cop, ArrowheadPride.com lead analyst for them joining us tonight. Thanks to Chris Inocero. Don't forget tomorrow night, it's Chris uh, with you guys from six to nine. I'll be with Cody Tap, ten to two, and we'll have a. A lot of fun, a lot to talk about. I'm sure we'll talk about this match too. So need to go home and finish up watching this like Chris. See you guys. Thanks for listening. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.